Innalhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina Man yahdihillahu falamudillala wa man yudlil falahadiyala Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharikala وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار Indeed the praise is for Allah. We praise him, we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped. except for Allah who was alone with our partners and i bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind o you who believe fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are muslims o mankind fear your lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them to scattered countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you o you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement As to what follows certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah the Quran and the best guidance is the guidance of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam his sunnah and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters and every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation and every innovation is going astray and every going astray is in the hellfire Allah azza wa jalla he mentions about his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ And we have not sent you, meaning we have not sent you, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, except as a mercy to the creation. The sending of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as a messenger to all of mankind, is a mercy from Allah upon mankind. It is a mercy as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught us that which we are in need to know from the affairs of belief. He taught us that which we are in need to know from the affairs of worship, how to worship Allah properly. He taught us from that which we are in need to know the correct conduct and the mannerisms that we should observe. He taught us that which we are in need to know from the matters of dealings and business transactions. So the sending of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to mankind is a mercy from Allah. And the mercy is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, He taught us a complete and perfect way of life. Allah azza wa jal, He mentions in the Qur'an, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا. That this day I have perfected for you your religion, and I have completed my favor upon you, and I am pleased for you Islam as your way of life. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he came and he taught us the complete and perfect way of life, and this is a mercy from Allah سبحانه وتعالى that we as Muslims we have the perfect and complete way of life. Different from those who are in a state of darkness. Different from those who are in a state of confusion. Those who do not know their Lord. Those who do not know the purpose of creation. Those who do not know how to properly worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah, He teaches us in the Quran, the purpose of creation. وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجَنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ and I have not created the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me. This is the guidance that we find in the Quran. And likewise, we find the mannerisms of how to worship Allah properly. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا That indeed you have a beautiful example in the Messenger of Allah. So here we learn the purpose of our creation. And then we learn the proper way to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is from the completion and the perfection and the mercy of Islam upon the Muslims. Allah azza wa jal, He mentions, That indeed the Qur'an, it guides to that which is more upright and better. The best book that we have on the face of this earth is the book of Allah, the Qur'an, which is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Qur'an, there's guidance for us in this life, how we as believers should conduct ourselves, worship Allah, how we should believe. It teaches us the correct and proper family life. It teaches us the correct and proper community life. It teaches us 
how to be good to ourselves when it comes to the rights that we have over ourselves as individuals. Look what Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran. وَلَا تَقَتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ And do not kill yourselves. What Allah says in the Quran. وَلَا تُلْكُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ إِلَى التَّهْلُكَ And do not let your hands be the cause of your own destruction. This is the guidance that we find in the book of Allah. How an individual is to treat himself. That he is not to harm himself. That he is not to throw himself into a state of destruction. That he is not to kill himself. Where do you find another book similar to the book of Allah, the Quran, which is giving the human being guidance on all levels? Guidance in his personal life, guidance in his family life, guidance in the community life, guidance when it comes to how to believe properly, guidance when it comes to how to worship Allah properly, guidance when it comes to how his mannerism should be with the people. Guidance when it comes to how an individual should be in his business and transactions in his dealings. When it comes to financial matters. This is a complete and perfect way of life. But unfortunately, we find that some of the Muslims, they look to other than Islam for guidance. And they emulate other than the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You as a Muslim... We as Muslims, we have the best example that there is. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was an upright man. He was a stand-up man. He wasn't a man who was involved in deception and evil. He wasn't a man who was a betrayer, a man who was not loyal to his companions. We find in the example of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam how a man is to be a good father, how a man is to be a good husband, how a man is to be a good leader for his community. We find all of this in the life example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How a man is to be a good grandfather when he has grandchildren. We find this example in the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When his grandson went to take a date from the sadaqah and he put it in his mouth and the Prophet said to him, khik, khik, spit it out, spit it out, don't eat it. For indeed the charity is not befitting for the family of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Even though he was a young child, he taught his grandson the disciplines when it came to the rules and regulations of charity not being allowed for the Prophet Muhammad to take. Him and his family was not allowed to take the charity of the people. Did the Prophet leave him and say he is a boy? He's still young or did he teach him from young? He taught him from a young age. So that when he grows older, he grows older upon the disciplines and the rules and regulations of Islam when it comes to the family. Look how the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was with his stepson. When his stepson came to the gathering and he began to eat from all around the plate and he was eating with his left hand. He said, Ya ghulam, sammillah, kul bi yaminik wa kul mimma yalik. Oh, young boy, 
Say Bismillah before you eat. Eat with your right hand and eat from that which is right in front of you. Meaning don't come to the gathering and just put your hand into the food and start eating. Don't come to the gathering and eat with your left hand because eating with the left hand is from the characteristics of the shaitan. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا تأكلوا بالشمال فإن الشيطان يأكل بالشمال Don't eat with your left hand because the shaitan eats with his left hand. So we are taught not to be like the devil in all affairs, even when it comes to eating. Look at the discipline that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is instilling in a child that's not even his. It's his stepson. And he's educating him and he's disciplining him. Cultivating him upon the correct mannerisms when he's in a gathering with others. And he told him to eat from that which is in front of him. So that he doesn't offend other people who was at the table eating. Putting his hand on their side. Taking from that which is in front of them and other than that. This is very offensive. So the point of me mentioning this, these narrations is to show how Islam, barakallahu fikum, is a complete way of life and it deals with every aspect of life. Akulu kawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi yajma'een amma ba'd Our mother Aisha radiallahu anha su'ilat An khuluqi rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Faqalat alam taqra al-Qur'an إِنَّ خُلُقُهُ الْقُرْآنِ Our mother Aisha, the wife of the Prophet wasallam, she was questioned about the character of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, And she said to the questioner, Do you not read the Qur'an? Indeed, his character was that of the Qur'an. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was the example of how one is to live the Quran in his or her life. When you read the Quran, you see as an example. Allah Azza wa Jal he says, Wala taqrabu zina. Don't go near to fornication and adultery. So what did the Prophet say to the youth? Ya ma'ashar al-shabab, man istata'a minkum al-ba' fayatazawwaj. Fa'innahu aghadh lil-basr wa ahfadh lil-faraj. Wa man lam yastati' fa'alayhi bil-sawm fa'innahu lahu wija' the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, O youth, whoever from amongst you has the ability to marry, let him get married. A command. Why is the Prophet commanding with this? Because Allah says in the Quran, وَلَا تَقْرَبُ zina." Don't go near adultery and fornication. So the Prophet here is commanding the youth, get married. Don't play around. 
get married. Because when you get married, it is better for you for the lowering of the gaze and the protection of your private parts. See how Islam is a mercy, is a protection. And alhamdulillah, in Islam a man is allowed to have up to four wives, provided that he is just and has the ability to take care of them. Allah, he knows the condition of man and how a man is. As some, sometimes one wife is not sufficient for a man. So Allah allows two or three or four, and but that's the limit. And that should be sufficient for a man who has a strong sex drive. Look how Islam, the perfection of Islam and the mercy of Islam protects the man so that he doesn't have to go out and be sneaking around cheating on his wife because the wife is not enough for him. It's the perfection of Islam, Ikhwan. You have to really look at these rules and regulations. All of the rules and regulations in Islam, they have purpose, they have meaning. All of the rules and regulations in Islam, therefore the benefit of mankind and there's wisdom behind it. And this is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon mankind. So the Prophet, he told the men, the youth, get married. For indeed the marriage is better for the person to lower his gaze. And look at the affairs of marriage. And this, and this is one of many examples. But I use this example because this is something that is affecting our youth. The Prophet sallallahu said, before you marry a woman, go and look at her. For what reason? To see if this is a woman that's pleasing to your eye. A woman who you like her character and her mannerisms. You don't just marry a woman and you don't know nothing about her. No, go and look at her. Go and see her. The Prophet said, look at that which will make you love her. You visit her. You visit with the family. You sit with her. You talk to her. Right? For what reason? So that before you marry her, you have an idea of the woman you're going to be bringing into your home. And when you like how she looks, and you like her mannerisms and her character, and the practice of the religion, this will lead the man to appreciating this woman which will lead to a lasting marriage and no divorce. But when a man is not pleased with how his wife looks, what happens? He looks elsewhere. So a man is encouraged in Islam. Yes, religion is important. But you look at a woman to see if she's physically attracted, attractive to you. This is from the perfection and the mercy of Islam. Wallahi, Ikhwan, and I mentioned this, and maybe the sisters may be upset, and don't, please don't be upset with me, sisters. And I'm mentioning, again, this example, because we have many youth here, they are facing these trials and tribulations of the issue of getting married, and the issue of the being tempted in the life of this world. And this goes, also goes for our young sisters, and for the older sisters, and for the older brothers. Be mindful of these rules and regulations. Follow these rules and regulations, you'll have happiness in your life. So the man, he picks a woman, she's pleasing to his eye. Her character is good. He will stay with her. He will honor her. And likewise, when a father is going to marry off his daughter, he doesn't just marry her to any man. Who did the Prophet ﷺ say? That a man should marry his daughter or two, one who he is pleased 
with that man's character and that man's religion. Very important. Don't just give your daughter to the wolves. You have to check the individual out. Who is this man that you're going to hand your daughter over to? Is this man someone who's going to respect her? Is this man someone who's going to honor her? And even let's just say, for argument's sake, the marriage, it ends. It doesn't last. But if he's a man with integrity, he will not oppress her. He will not oppress her. Even when it comes to splitting, he will part with her in an honorable manner. Different from individuals who do not have religion. Different from individuals who do not have good character. They beat the woman, they oppress the woman. This is not from the ways of Islam. Barakallahu feekum ikhwan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that the marriage, it is better for you to lower your gaze and preserve your private parts. And whoever does not have the ability to marriage, again, here comes the mercy. Upon him is fasting. Let him go and fast. The Prophet did not say masturbate. The Prophet said upon him is fasting. Why? Because fasting would be a shield and a protection for him. What did Allah say about fasting? يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ السِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ All you who believe, fasting has been prescribed for you. Just as it was prescribed to those before you in order that you may learn piety. So now you see how the fasting is a protection. Because through fasting, a person he increases in his faith. A person increases in his humbleness, his humility. A person increases in his awareness and his fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when a person is fasting, his desires, they begin to diminish. And his practice of the religion increases. And the, the influence of the shaitan is at a minimum. So now the person is protected. He wants to get married, he doesn't have the ability to marry. He has an alternative in fasting. And that's going to protect him until he is in a position to get married and fulfill his desires in a lawful manner. SubhanAllah wa bihamdi. This is just one of the many examples, brothers and sisters, of how Islam is a mercy upon the people. And how Islam protects the people. And how Islam is a perfect way of life. One of the many examples, we can sit here and speak all day about the examples of how Islam is a protection and perfection. How Islam is a mercy. How Islam is a religion that is based upon knowledge and wisdom. We can talk about many things. But I chose to mention this because of that which we find our youth dealing with and facing in these days and times. Hold on to your religion, my young brothers. And young sisters, this is the way of life. Yes, it gets hard for you. But if you hold on and be patient upon what Allah is testing you with at this time, the end result will be one that is honorable and one that is favorable for you. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.